I don't know if I could play that on the show. What, Dinkleberg? <laughs> Dinkleberg! <laughs> well, we have a special announcement to make starting today and then weekly. 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 We're going to be having side episodes of Cigars and Bars. That's the Sonic and Stu Nerd Corner. Yes. And today, well, tonight, is definitely going to be the first, well, not necessarily the first Nerd Corner, but the first official Nerd Corner. Yes. Okay. Yes. And we're going to be talking some nerd shit. Yes. So let's get this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to Cigars and Bars, a.k.a. the Sonic and Stew Nerd Corner. Yo. I am your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew. And bitches make me tacos, call me Poppy Stew. Mm. And joining me is the one and only Sonic J. Have a uh. <laughs> Yes! Yeah. Yes! How the fuck are you, Sonic? I'm doing fantastic, man. Just fantastic. Super fantastic. Love to see it. You've it, been on. We've been on some nerd shit. I oh. mean, you more than me. Oh man, like I'm gonna get there. I know. I'm gonna get there. It's gonna happen. We're gonna have those conversations. Yeah. So this episode specifically, we're gonna be talking a little bit of Guardians, Guardians Three. Yeah. And then we'll be talking some Into the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse. Sorry. We already we, went into it. We uh we kind of touched on it last episode, but we didn't really give any spoilers. But rest rest assured, ladies and gentlemen, we are spoiling the fuck out of these movies. Yes. So if you haven't seen them, pause this shit, go watch it, come no. back, come hang with you boys. They're fantastic movies. My God. So what do you want to start with? I'm going to start with Guardians because that came out first. Yes. And that... Like, I remember you hyped me. Oh, man. I told you, bro. Like, you, because I remember you went and saw it like three days before I did. I and see. You were just like, listen, bro. dude, greatest fucking movie I have seen. And I was like, that's a bold ass statement. And I said the same thing for Flash. And you yes. got to see it and you will understand. But listen, man, like, with these <laughs> movies, bro, I'm such a huge nerd. I see these things opening night because I need to know or yeah. the world knows so I can tell them if it was good or if it was mid. I'll tell you, before we get into the Guardians, I want to tell you one thing that Sony dropped. The trailer for Kraven. Yeah. I know that shit's going to be so mid. Yeah? Yes, bro, because, like, they're trying to make the villain universe for Spider-Man because they came out with Morbius. They did Venom. Now they're doing Kraven. Sony doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Sinister Six, yo. That's what they're trying to do because Kraven is part of the Sinister Six. But, listen, they're trying to milk the Spider-Man shit before marvel can do more marvel movies with him but the problem is bro they're making the villain movies without spider-man and the villains are only good because they're trying to kill or capture spider-man i don't care about the villain's origin story same thing with 90 percent of the fans of spider-man they don't give a fuck we're trying to see spider-man like they tease the shit out of him with the first trailer for morbius and then he was never in the movie. And yeah. then the movie flopped. Yeah. I guarantee Craven is also going to flop. The only reason why Venom was good 
because Venom was a part of Spider-Man and it was Eddie Brock and it was pretty funny. Plus, yeah. they had Eminem doing the fucking soundtrack for it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Check, 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 check. Successful movie. Craven. Okay, cool. It's going to be an R-rated villain movie. We already have Deadpool for that, and he's an anti-hero, and he's way more popular than Craven. True, but there are a few different characters that would be fire with R ratings, bro. Right, but Craven, like, Craven. Yeah, you're right, but I mean, let's see what they do with him. L- like, listen, Craven was R- dope in the comics. Yeah, but like, if they don't do him right, mm-hmm. then I could see it flopping. Give me an R-rated Doctor Doom movie. Oh, fucking. Facts, bro. I need an R-rated Doctor Doom movie, and I need an R-rated Moon Knight movie. Oh yes, but Moon Knight the series was fantastic. Oh dude, it was absolutely. I loved fire. it. Oscar Isaac, great actor, bro. Shouts to that guy. Great, he was fucking dope. Great actor, and you saw the entire series, right? Yes. You saw the, you saw the last part of the final episode, yes, I did. and you got Jake Lockley. I was like, yes. Yes. Just when he looked in the rearview mirror and like just yeah. his facial expression, like it's the same dude. But Oscar Isaac did such a brilliant. His range job. was incredible, oh, bro. Dude, it was incredible. Dope. And like even in that, like yeah. fucking at one point, it looked like they were in Latveria. Yes. And I was just like, Doom. Dude. <laughs> yes. My favorite thing is when when they were in like the afterlife, and it was like both Oscar. Both uh, Oscar Isaac is Mark Spector, and then uh, what the fuck was the other dude's name? Mark Spector and then Jake Lockley and the third dude. I forget, like, because they made yeah. up that character for the for the show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, because yeah, one of the characters was supposed to be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. <clears throat> um, yeah. yes. So, anyways, so uh, Craven gonna be mid. However, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Craven mid mid. Stephen Grant. That, that's what his name is. That's was. it. Yeah. Stephen Grant. Or Grant. 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 Stephen Grant. Grant. But like, dude, it was just... That that whole thing, just like how he played each character and like the range, the fucking the storytelling. Yes. That was just... Far none, it was fire. 100%. And so the two, the two other things that's coming out are still... One started that's coming out, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what we're going to be doing the weekly podcast for is recapping on that. However, we're going to continue it because Secret Invasion is going to go until the premiere of Ahsoka. Oh, fire. And Ahsoka's eight episodes long. I hope they do that right. Cause, so, <laughs> I mean, we talked like me and Aiden Craig went deep on Star Wars, mm-hmm. and like, and guess what? After Ahsoka, Loki season two. Oh, dude, Loki season two is gonna be fucking. Bro, dope. Owen Wilson. I just want to see him. I just want to hear him say good job one time. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll get into we'll get into the new Spider-Man movie, but like yeah, all like, right, Guardians. Where Guardians. And then fucking like Quantum Mania, all these like like multiverse. Well, we didn't movies. even talk about Quantum, right? Well, oh, we like, got three movies to talk about right, right now. Well, like I feel like the Spider-Man one did like multiverses exactly how it should. Bro, that's listen. That's how multiverse of madness should have been. Facts, fucking facts, bro. Well, we had so much hype going into that because we still had that post-Endgame fucking like high. Facts, <sighs> like, man. That was dumb, but it, it also makes sense because the uh, what was it? Uh, John Krasinski, they didn't sign a long-term contract with him, 
so I, I'm like super deep on all, like all the Twitter accounts that have leaks and other information before it's officially announced. So in San Diego Comic Con, uh, they're showing the first trailer for or the first look at Deadpool three. Uh, the first trailer of Captain America, they changed the title so it's Captain America Brave New World instead of New World Order uh, because they didn't want it to have any connection with the Illuminati. Um, or the actual NWR. <laughs> yeah. So, you will do it. Yeah. So they're going to have, uh, they're also going to announce the casting for Fantastic Four during that. Fire. Um, so the, I think uh, the other thing that they had that they're going to show is the uh, first trailer for Ag Agatha Coven of Chaos. Okay. Um, that one, eh, I'm on the fence for. I'm not, I don't did really. You, did you see WandaVision? Of course I did. The first, how did, you, how did you feel about it? So listen, man, <laughs> we waited a whole year. It, listen, bro, with COVID, we had a one full year without anything Marvel, anything Star Wars. And that was the first thing that came out. Yes, they dropped the first two episodes, and I was like, okay, if they'd only dropped one episode, I would have been kind of mad. But then they dropped the second episode, and right at the end of it, it became color and all that. So at first, like the first half of this, the show... I was like, man, this shit sucks. See, I thought the same thing. And then after I watched the entire series and I started to understand like what everything that happened in it, yeah. I went back and I watched it again. Mm -hmm. And if you watch it again after watching it the first time and you start to pick up the little shit. Yeah. And then so that I appreciate it a lot more because yeah. it's also a callback to every decade of television. Yeah. yeah. So it made sense. It, I love the callbacks and then it became good. So. Yeah. But at first, from like my first watch, can you actually turn my mic down just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, it's just. Thank you. It might be your oh, it might be. Yeah, it might be my headphones. Okay. You're right here, so you can the adjust purple? however you want. Yeah. Okay. So. But yeah, after second watch through, it was a lot better. Yeah. Second watch through, like, and, and starting to understand that these people are under a spell. Like, I loved the fact that, like, once, once fucking uh, uh, Monica Rambo came in there and started mm -hmm. trying to talk to people and saw that they were on a routine, and then when she kept trying to break it, they're all kind of, like, having that look, like, fucking help me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like... But, no, no, the thing that was, like, a huge reveal is the introduction to S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was super cool. cool. And, and, um... Ah, I can't talk about that yet. Um... But yes, introduction to sword. That was cool. So when she <laughs> when she said like, "Oh, I have I have help." There's an astrophysicist that I know of. I was like, "Oh my god, they're about to introduce Reed Richards." Yeah, yeah. I would have been cool. No, that didn't happen. I was kind of sad. Well, like I was a little bit pissed that we didn't get Reed Richards, and I was a little pissed we didn't get fucking uh, Mephisto. Yes, but now, <laughs> so Mephisto is showing up in Ironheart, the series that's coming out next year. Um, the one thing I'm really happy they did. So originally Don Cheadle was going to have a Disney plus series for armor wars. Then the director was like, Hey, so for the direction we want this story to go, we need a bigger budget and it needs to be a movie. So Don Cheadle is going to be in his own movie. He's nice. going to have, he's starring in his own movie. And basically he's the mentor to, um, Kiki Williams, who's supposed to be, who's, who's Ironheart, who's supposed to be the next Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be fire. Fuck yeah, it is, dude. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited because they're bringing the same actor who played uh, Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2. Fucking dope. Yeah, so he's coming back, and he, so essentially what I've heard, the plot is uh, basically uh, Rhodey has to uh, figure out what he's going to do once Tony Stark's tech goes into the wrong hands. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. 
Um, but I'm so excited for, to see how the story of Se Secret Invasion plays out. Um, but, bro, like, because they delayed all the two Avengers movies, I know, like, for a fact they're taking their time with it. And yeah. it's going to be just like Endgame, bro. It's going to be fucking fire. Yeah. Well, they should because, like, I got to be honest. Like, Last Marvel, year they put too much shit out and it wasn't good. They put too much good. shit out and it was, like, it was quantity over quality. Yes. And, like, you didn't have to do that. Yes. So, Kevin, Kevin Feige is now taking his time on everything, making it easier. Because, like, next year... Like the original plan we're supposed to get like every month was either a new movie or a new show and i was like fuck how the fuck are you gonna make it like good here's here's one thing though just like as like a filmmaker thought process right when they make the movies they should not base the stories based off of the shows they should have callbacks to that and then show clips in the movie like the reference of that but like like the, a lot of the complaints I heard clips about in like, the shows with the with clips in the movies, right? And like a lot yeah. of the a lot of the problem that I remember people had with like multiverse of madness, like when he's talking to Wanda that first time, and he's like he's referencing like oh it doesn't matter what you did then, and it's like okay if you didn't watch the series you have no idea what the fuck he's referring to. So that's so the thing is you got to realize bro when they originally made that slate, multiverse of madness was supposed to come out two months after WandaVision. Oh shit. And then, like, with COVID, it delayed that film production. Oh, fuck. I didn't even so, know that. So, right post-Endgame, they had it to where the shows would interweave with the movies. And it would be like you're watching a consistent story. That whole thing is, like, up in the air. So, now, like, as everything's coming out leading into the next Avengers, they would have, they'll have a cohesive timeline you can watch. And a lot of the stuff is happening at the same exact time. Yeah. Dude, Guardians 3. Yes. We, we kind of strayed from the path. Oh, yeah. Like Guardians 3. Yeah. So we're in Phase 5 now, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah yep, we are. Because Phase yeah. 5 started with Quantumania. Okay. Yeah. And, all right, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania, like, I loved it. Yes. One of the th one of my issues that I had with it, like, I had two issues with it. One, yeah. I hate the type of stories that all of that shit could have been avoided, minus one thing. What? So... Janet, when she fucking runs into Kang, yeah, literally he was like acting like a lost traveler, like he lost his memory, he didn't know what was going on. Right. The moment she touched his ship and saw all of the things, because she was able to see yeah. all of his memories and uh -huh. then saw flashes of him killing people. Yeah. And then she's like, "You were a conqueror." That's what triggered him. And then all that shit happens after that. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm like, oh, there should have been a little bit more, much more with that. They OP'd Kang in the beginning of the movie, but then he gets beat by ants. Well, cause, that annoyed the fuck out of me. Well, you got to realize they were there for thousands of years yeah, before yeah. they even showed up. And they became, I think, uh, Hank Pym said it was like a seventh level uh, uh, population or something like that. Yeah. Or it's like super advanced. So there was just too much that Kang could handle. Even though he did have a suit, he can't handle everything. They can't make him right, like... But but that's the thing. If they would have written him as that from the beginning, mm -hmm. it would have made sense to me. But, like, dude, when he's sitting here, like, fucking force choking people and, like, using telepathy and shit. And yeah. I'm just like, this the, the, dude is a bigger problem than, like, we think. Like, in the beginning, I started feeling like, dude, he's going to be a bigger problem than Thanos. Right. Right. So that's the thing. That's the whole point of their thing. So... But the problem is they're making the entire time, their entire story of the, this next three phases 
all centered around one person and then like he gets with that legal trouble so now they're in like a like a thing where like dang do they have to either recast or rewrite the kind of story they want to have with this so there's a lot of people debating that they should have the the actor that plays the high evolutionary to play as Kang because he's they feel like he's a better actor than Jonathan Majors in that. Oh, role. dude, the high evolutionary was a fire villain. Yes, like dude. Yes, from the jump, mm-hmm. like just how rock. Like I love that this movie. We're getting into Guardians now, so I love, <laughs> that. I love <laughs> that this movie like centered around Rocket. Yes. And his story, his origin, like how he was made in a lab, but he was made in America. And then fucking, like, him befriending all these monsters around him. Yeah. And, like, becoming, like, a tight family. And, like, they're all stuck in this cage. And they're, like, you know, like, we're going to be together forever. We're never getting out of here. And then him being tricked by the high evolutionary to to be the intelligent animal that he was. Like, figuring out how, like, all the fucking clones and all the monsters that, that the high evolutionary were making were all coming out, like crazy freaking yeah. aggressive and all this stuff and there was like a, a a formula he came up with which basically like eliminated that chemical that was making him aggressive yeah and he's like how did you do that i created you i should have known that before you yeah 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 dude the high evolutionary like was playing a fucking angry god and i loved it yeah i loved that whole thing like I loved the fact that fucking they they kind of leaned in on Peter Quill missing Gamora. Yep. And then trying to like fucking flirt with the Gamora throughout the movie. My favorite scene is when uh, he was flirting with Nebula, and then they looked at each other like, mm, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Why are you looking at me like that? Stop." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, like I loved I loved Guardians just front to back. Like that movie was so fucking brilliant. And the one thing I love genuinely love about the guardians of the galaxy the series the fucking soundtracks bro yes like they are so brilliantly put together it's like you're inside the mind of peter quill the entire time i was hoping that they were gonna have hey now you're a rock star because it's gonna be 90s music um however i do like at the end of the movie rocket kept the zune yeah yeah. peter was already gonna go back to earth so he'd have all the music there yeah um that was cool too like peter's like with his family and then like they said at the end like oh he is coming back which is cool so uh that's gonna be cool to see like how he's gonna connect with like earth events and things like that yeah yeah i think like um Falcon's gonna try to like reassemble the Avengers, and like Peter Quill's like one of the first people that shows up. Is like, hey, you know, I'm here now. Yeah, yeah, no. that'd be like, I'm excited because Marvel has the opportunity to like just rebuild that brand. Yeah, because Phase One was fucking fire. Yes, dude. Like when they dropped Iron Man, I remember like I loved Iron Man when I was a kid. Loved the idea of the comic, and then seeing how they booked it in the movie, like how he ends up having the heart problem and building the Mach 1, like, all that shit. Mm-hmm. This is something that, that, like, fucking Manny and I were talking about in the last episode. When you build the character right, and, like, you build the character from the source material, you could tell any story with them. Yes. Like, you could put them in anything. As long as they stray, stay true to that character, it makes sense. Yes. And so, like... That character is popular for a reason. If you stay to the source material from the comics, it's a great story. Well, that's how you build heroes. That's how you build fucking stories like the Avengers. And, like, everybody in the Avengers are all different, but they mold with each other. Yeah. And because they're all staying true to their character. Dude, even down to the point, like, when Captain America says, uh, language... And then everybody roasts him for saying yeah, that, yeah. forgetting that he's a dude from the 1940s who's a gentleman. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. little shit like that. I'm just like, 
Marvel, they're do they did brilliant with fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Like Rocket being the main character in that movie throughout the movie. Love seeing his story arc. Love seeing why like like when you first meet Rocket in the first fucking Guardians, you're just like, oh, he's just a shit talking raccoon. Yeah. And, and, then, and then now you realize why and he has that that trauma. Right. And he it has also that trauma, but you realize he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And he, and, he, and he gets to him like how smart he is. Yeah. And and like just seeing this backstory in this movie and made more it made more sense and it was more acceptable that he's like the new leader of the Guardians. Fuck yeah. And I, I was talking to one of my friends when after we saw the movie, I was like, bro, now like Groot is like a Groot brute. Like just imagine in Secret Wars it got Groot, the thing, and the Hulk fighting side by side. Dude, oh my god, bro. Just a bunch of fucking hosses. Yes. Yeah, here's the Hulk, and now Hulk is like fucking he's still Hulk, but he's banner in Hulk. Yep. Like I would love it. And then you got the thing. Dude, yeah. Ben Grimm. Like mm-hmm. that. I need I need in my lifetime, I need one good Fantastic Four movie. We're getting it, bro. Dude, I hope so. 2025, man. that's when it's happening, bro. I hope so. We're about to know the cast of it this summer. We need a we need a proper Doom. Yep. Like, eventually, we need a proper Galactus. I think that's gonna be the next thing. Like yeah. after after Kang, it's gonna be Galactus. Yeah. Trying to fucking devour worlds. Yep. Yeah, and like a dope bro. Silver Surfer. Oh, bro, you know, be really fire. Is like after after like Secret Wars and stuff and and Kang. Every movie after that, it's like a it's like a new Easter egg that Galactus is is like it starts off like really like really really fucking far away. Yeah. And like every every movie and every phase, he's, he's closer, closer and closer yeah. and closer until he's like right there. Well, they got eventually they got to have like one end scene that's almost like uh, death talking to Thanos. Yeah. Having Galactus talking to the surfer. Oh, yes. Talking to Silver Surfer and telling him to go to Earth and warn the people. Dude, could you imagine a fucking like an Avengers movie where Silver Surfer's kind of the, the bait and switch bad guy of the movie? Yeah. And they're all trying to catch him. They're all trying to figure out why he's there. You know, you know. Speaking of Fantastic Four and the Silver Surfer, so you remember that Fantastic Four movie where like they exchange powers through the Silver Surfer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that I'm mad about with the new Captain Marvel movie, they're doing the same fucking thing, but yeah, like yeah. every time they use their powers, they teleport into each other's spots. That's the only thing that's changing. It's like, who are they fighting? Why does this? Why does this movie matter? Right. Because like the last time, the last Captain Marvel movie, I was like, I told all my friends like, bro, this is the last movie before Endgame. We're gonna, we gotta watch it. We're gonna miss important details. And it was like, this movie was mid, bro. I mean, it was more like here's '90s nostalgia. Yeah. You know? I mean, it introduced the scrolls, which is important to the story. Yeah. But like, that's the only thing value wise that I had going for it. Yeah, yeah. And now like. That story with the scrolls, bro. That movie came out in 2017. Now it's 2023, and we're now just getting to the story of like, okay, what's going on with the scrolls? What, yeah, yeah. What's, what's Nick Fury doing? Um, so I'm I'm really excited to see how that goes. And like, even with this movie, like with the or the, the series, they were like, oh, Nick, we need more help. And he's like, no, I'm fighting this on my own. I've been away too long. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to be like fucking kick-ass Nick Fury. Yeah. 
So we keep going off track, bro. There's so much to talk about. I know. <laughs> okay, so Guardians, fantastic movie, very heart wrenching. Oh, dude, 100. Uh, it was. It was. Bro. It's such an amazing movie. The soundtrack was amazing. The fight scenes were amazing. The humor and the action was perfectly balanced. James Gunn is a goat, and that was <laughs> definitely facts. that was definitely his going away present to Marvel before he takes over DC. And we're yeah. gonna get that Superman movie next year, and that's gonna be fantastic. <sighs> That's going to be fantastic. But look, bro, like he, James Gunn tweeted before, way before, bro, like almost a year ago, The Flash is good. And let me tell you, The Flash is really fucking good, bro. I'll have to watch it. Like, So the, listen, going in, going in, I, I need to give you some advice. Going in, going in, okay? So when you see the really bad CGI, because it's there, people have been oh, talking Oh, I saw the it. baby shower. Listen, listen, bro. Listen. Yeah. The reason there's a, the director did that for a reason, and I I personally knew that going in. I didn't have to like look it up and get an explanation like it was on purpose. No, going in, the CGI is blurry, and it looks like that purposefully because we're seeing it from Barry Allen's perspective because he's moving so fast. It's not meant to look clear. So going in, keep that in mind that it is intentional and it's supposed to show that, that way from Barry Allen's perspective. Okay. Okay. Once you have that in mind. While you're watching it and you know what that's intentional, movies like a freaking golden goose egg. Duly noted. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. All right. Now, Spider-Man. <sighs> Dude, this movie was brilliant. Front to back. Were- the most excellent fucking animated, like, sans movie Bro, I've ever seen, I, bro. Like, I, the storytelling, the fucking animation. They, Dude, the fact that Spot was a goofball character that turns into a god. Yes. Fire. Dude, so fire. Like, that beginning scene when he's trying to rob the ATM and every single portal he sticks his hand in, it's like hitting the chips, it's hitting the wall. He puts his elbow going. on the counter and then bread falls out of his stomach. Facts. That was awesome. <laughs> so, the thing is, like, bro, this movie, it, the re- like, I... I am so happy they delayed it because if they didn't, not nearly half of the stuff in this movie would have came out. Oh yeah, like bro. So the scene where it was Lego Spider-Man, that Max. was that was made by a 14-year-old kid. That's dope. So the reason, the story behind this, he, this kid, back in January when the first trailer for Spider-Verse came out, he animated the entire trailer with Legos, and the producer of the movie found it. Because it was blowing up, and you were like, dang, a 14-year-old kid made this? They reached out to him and was like, hey, do you want to animate this scene with Lego Spider-Man in the movie? It's like, fuck yeah. So a kid, bro, a 14-year-old kid animated that scene, bro. Fucking shout out to the kid, man. It was so good, bro. And so <clears throat> the thing, like every everything in this movie, like turn the first movie to, to from, from the first movie to this, turn it up to like 12, bro. Oh, 100%. Like every dude. scene was just an, another plane of animation. Like with Spider-Punk, like I was just reading about like what the rules were when they, when they were making them and animating them. Like yeah. they animated them on twos. His, his freaking guitar had to be on a different animation plane. Yeah. And like it had to be like a cutout of it. And he had to constantly change colors um dude the the fucking vulture in the beginning that yes. fight like bro like you like just watching it frame by frame pregnant was, jessica drew fighting the vulture yes bro fire, yes bro. bro like so so cool bro so cool and it, it like and bro like it's there's just so much like it's hard for my brain to comprehend yeah everything, <laughs> like, to talk about in that movie but it was just so fucking good man Dude, the the fucking fight, like that first fight with Vulture was dope. 
I love that that they started the arc of Gwen just like she's low key Spider Girl, but also hiding from her dad, who's the chief of police, trying to hunt the Spider Woman. I love that shit. And then when when she finally reveals herself to him, and then just instead of dad, the cop takes over. And you're just having that moment like, no, no, what are you doing? And then he's just like, you have the right to remain silent. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I'm and then like, like the color tone changed in the environment. Oh, dude. Like, like every, and throughout the movie, when color tones change, like you yeah. see like, oh, this is a warm moment. Bro. This is a dark moment. Like, yeah. dude, it was so good. I don't understand it, but bro, Miguel was an asshole in this movie. But, like, then again, like, in the video games, he was always, like, an asshole. And, like, the original Peter Parker, and he's like, if you don't if you don't understand, like, you have to take every chance to save everybody you can. You don't know the first thing about being Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, he said that in um, the, well, I think it was um, uh, the, the Web of... Uh, web of Destiny? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, Miguel was so good because he, he's not the villain, but he's an anti-hero. And, like... This is something that, that, like, I was talking about with, like, what Multiverse of Madness should have done. When he's explaining to Peter why things need to happen the way they happen and then explains that he saved his daughter and it fucking caused an incursion. So, listen to this, bro. Listen. When you actually see it happen and you see, like, the fucking, like, humanity get wiped out because of this one thing that Miguel did. Yeah, he took over his own, his alternate person's life. Yeah. So, listen, this is my argument with that. Miles already had his canonical event. His yeah. uncle died. Yeah. Right? So the only thing with like the the um with like the the chief of police dying, that's for the Spider-Man that didn't have their uncle die. Yeah. Right? So that was my argument. I mean so I have this thought process based on the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Cuz like, like we're going to be jumping all over the place, but at the end fucking Miles ends up getting into Universe 42. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yes. and he thought that it was his universe because the the spider that bit him was from that universe, and it right. was supposed to bite that Spider-Man. Right. So that Spider-Man became the Prowler. So I have a hot take. I think that Prowler Miles Morales is not a bad guy. I think he's going to be an anti-hero. I think we're only supposed to believe that he's a bad guy because we're all fucking we're all like conditioned. To believe like the prowler is spider-man's villain but because there's no spider-man in that universe like technically they're not villains because they're just me so you for think the first you time. think that prowler in that universe is a hero because there's no spider-man no i think it's a bait and switch because like you know how when they introduce him and all the colors are dark around him so it's to make you feel oh, like let me oh he's evil let me talk to you about the colors real quick so when he was tied up on the sand on the sandbag, right? Yeah, yeah. So on my, if you're looking at our Miles's face, yeah. he had the red and blue, yeah. and the purple in the center. Yeah. That's because he is Spider-Man, but he wasn't supposed to be. Right. And then you look at the 42 Spider-Man, and it's red and blue. That's it. He was supposed to be Spider-Man. Right. Right. And he took that from him. Yeah. So my thing is like. Oh, another thing too that it reminded me of. It reminded me of the fight scene between the the two kids from Boondocks because they have the same hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, Riley and Huey. Yeah. And then, so when you if you look at the shoes of Miles Prowler, he's wearing black Air Forces. I know they're black with that purple lining, dude. I need a pair of those. those did, they did that for the meme. Black. You know that, right? Yeah. The black Air Force energy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Manny. Yeah! 
<laughs> so so yeah so that's why they did that but no it was it was man the movie was so cool and they left it off at a pretty cool cliffhanger yeah and th- so they said that the beyond the spider-verse we only have to wait like seven months for it not yeah, a whole yeah. long time not like the um, like the two years from between into and across right which is perfect um the cool thing is after beyond beyond is the last movie in this this in that whole trilogy they're not making another animated miles morales movie because right. he's supposed to be in the mcu next yeah yeah well they've already planted the seeds for that so the other thing is i and, and sony could fuck it up this way right yeah craven flops and then they're like no we're not giving you miles he's such a, like a popular character for us he's bringing us money we're gonna keep them for this villain universe we're making. So they're not. So the Sinister Six isn't fighting Peter Parker. They're fighting Miles Morales. That would be whack. That would be super whack. <laughs> Sony, don't fuck. Because they'll be like, oh, you guys have Peter Parker in the MCU. We have Miles Morales in our Sony universe. Well, you know why Miles exists, right? Because of Peter. No, the the character Miles Morales exists because of Childish Gambino. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. Because he he yeah. Because remember, like we we brought remember, this up on the last. I podcast remember, and I I read the whole article. Like, bro, Miles Morales came out in 2011. Yeah, like he's a very fresh character, and he's blowing the fuck up, bro. Yeah. Well, the reason that that the original like creators of Spider-Man created Miles Morales was because people were mad that he wasn't in that series that Andrew Garfield ended up doing. Yes. And then those movies played out the way that they did, and then the creators were like, you know what, we should have had Childish Gambino thus miles morales yep and like i love the concept of it i love the end of the spider-verse was like he's the only miles that's a spider-man and so he's an anomaly so he's tr- like no they so if you actually looked in the scene where they were leaving the the lobby they had ps4 miles morales there yeah yeah so there's other variants of miles morales that is spider-man so i hope and beyond they have all the miles teaming up together that would be fire so every miles fire. every fucking miles bro fucking miguel <laughs> yes bro so like listen bro here's how i think it's gonna play out right so you got gwen's fucking like team they find the right miles and they bring him back miguel o'hara defeats them and then right before miguel like destroys miles or whatever in the fight every miles morales teams up yeah and it's like it's like it's like that it's like um it's like a like a like a jumping thing, right? They're like pushing Miguel around, like back up, fool, back up, get off our mans. But what's crazy is now that Miles is in Universe Forty Two, like yeah. his dad could still die in the fucking in his universe. Not if he because he hasn't chief police yet, right? He hasn't accepted position. But once he does accept that position, you know, oh, it's dedication to my son Miles. He, he doesn't like, bro. Listen, bro. Like he. So the thing is, I don't. I think Miguel is wrong. Because Miles already had his canonical event. I agree with you. Like, I agree with you. But I think because of how they ended this movie, like, Miguel's going to be on that fucking, like, he's got a blood feud going. Like, well, no, do you think I he's going to stop Miles. Bro, what if he's like, if, 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 you're, if you're not going to stop, I'll just kill your dad for you. Do you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, bro, and then bro, like, that would break so much shit. And bro. then like, if that happens, bro, I guarantee you, like, some form of Spider-Man, Peter Parker's gonna be like, you don't know the first thing about being Spider-Man, dude. Like, I would, I love Peter's kid. Yeah, like Mayday. Yeah, Mayday is gonna be so like Mayday Parker is gonna be a great character. My favorite, my favorite line in the movie, and he's like, Miguel, as a father of a daughter and a son of a mother. <laughs> 
gold in this movie. Like he, oh, and then man. like the little the little moments that you can see him being a dad, but then the moments where he's like he's being like the mentor hey, to Miguel, this is his this is her first chase. Take a selfie for the moment. <laughs> And then hold he's the like, baby Miguel. And then and no, and then he was like, Miles, hold this bundle of joy. It'll make you feel so much better. And then like now me as like a new father, I'm like, oh man, he's fucking right, bro. I, if I was in the room, like, bro, you please just hold the baby. It'll feel so much better, bro. Just look into her eyes, bro. Oh man, <laughs> like fucking fucking the British homeboy is just like, I like her. She's crapping on the authority. <laughs> <laughs> we were too loud I peaked and it turned off <laughs> Like bro so Spider-Punk Great 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 character And I love how they're using the car- um the, act- the actor from Nope and Get Out and stuff Yeah, yeah. Perf- I love that actor bro Oh dude he's, he's he I love his good. character through the whole thing And I love just that moment that he takes his mask off And Miles is like how are you even cooler under the mask He's like I always been cool <laughs> No, he's such a great character. I I am su- a super duper fan of Spider Punk, bro. He's Facts. like when they were introducing each new Spider Man in different. I love how they like laid on the they new kept comic books. the comics yes. on, the, on top of one another. I yeah. fucking love that, bro. So they gotta they gotta bring Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Beyond and everything, and then he's like, I'm Tom Holland, <laughs> you know, I'm Peter Parker, and I'm Peter Parker, I'm Peter one, Peter two, Peter three, boom, boom, boom. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, like, I love that this movie paid homage to Spider-Man. Yes. Like, every fucking Spider-Man. Yep. Dude, the fact that, like, his his roommate, Ned, was sitting there... Playing Spider-Man playing PS4. Playing Spider-Man PS4. And then he has Spider-Man PS4 and, like, the, the, the jail cells and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then if you, were, if you were watching it, in the scene where he was running away from all the Spider-Men, all the villains were cheering for him. Yeah, And then yeah. it cuts to Miguel, and they're like, boo! <laughs> Cut off again, and then and then the scene where they they were like they had the pop ups of the villains and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You got Doc Ock and he's like, "Hello, Peter." (laughs) Facts, bro. Like I love that that they had fucking childish Gambino as the Prowler. Yes, like I remember that was cool. I don't like you. (laughs) He's like, it's it's disrespectful to stare. (laughs) Yeah, because like I, I was sitting there like he was the same like he was the same in that Tom Holland was it Far From Home. No, it was homecoming. Oh, it was, was homecoming. One. Yeah, when he webbed him to the car. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, man, like, oh, that that'll dissolve in three hours." <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You can't leave me here for three hours, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but that was Aaron. Like, that was the uncle, and he's like, "Yeah, I got a nephew." And the, dude, and the, that's gonna tie the seeds into fucking Miles being in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I love this man. It's- like, like I love all of it. Beyond the Spider Verse is gonna be fucking fire. Super. Like Spot, I I was sitting there like when Spot first showed up and he was being that cheesy fucking villain. He's like, I'm gonna be your nemesis, Spider Man, and and like fucking Miles is no selling him. Like who the fuck is this guy? He's like, you created me. And then when they do that flashback of him getting hit in the face with the bagel, and then and then, the, and then his dad was like, Spider Man, why'd you create him? I didn't do that. He's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you create him? He's like, and then, and then he, when they were having the talk, his, he was like, why don't you give off the kid's ass? <laughs> he's like, what? Oh, right, I don't know. What? <laughs> Dude, like building the, the relationship of Miles with his parents throughout the entire movie. And then you're seeing Gwen with her dad. Yes. And like how dad is like, 
disappointed in her, but she's like, I thought you would accept me for who I am. Like, I love that idea. I love the fact that, like, when she finally gets into the Hall of Spider-Man and they like, give her that little wristband and they're like, this is so you don't glitch out. She's like, it's just a visitor's pass. <laughs> but then when she becomes one of them yeah. and then, like, the whole seeing Miles and then Miles is jubilated, like, hey, I got my girl back. And then she's the whole time she's sitting here trying to pay attention to this, to this fucking criminal yeah. trying to get to him. And then she's like, oh, it was a mistake coming here. And then the fact that Miles screws up everything and it causes fucking Spot to start jumping universes and finding all those reactors and then becoming a god like that. Well, dude. the thing is, Spot already left. Yeah. So it wasn't Miles' fault at all. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the other thing is, bro, like, they should have just, like, they should have visited him. They should have yeah. explained it to him. Like, I would have been upset, bro. I, like, in Miles' shoes, I would have been like, you knew this whole time? That's why you never come came to see me? I could have been a part of all of this, and you—I would have been so. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. Heartbroken, everything, bro. One hundred percent. That's all he thought about is seeing them again. Yeah. And because he feels so alone. Yeah. And having the Spider Society. Dude, like that—that's another arc of this movie that was fucking brilliant. Is Miles just trying to be accepted by people he loves? Because his family's always giving him shit. His mom's always giving him shit. He just needs to tell him the truth. Right. And then the the fact that, like, when his mom first gives him that talk, like, you tell her to take care of my little boy. Yep. And you have her bring my little boy back to me. Yep. And I was like, that's such a and mom then, talk. That's then, so fire. And then at the end where she was actually at the house and told them, like, I have to go find him. Yeah. And then left and then, like, is going to go find them. Yeah. I, 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 I can't wait until Beyond the Spider-Verse, bro. So, and the other thing, I know we're jumping off the topic of Marvel. The other thing I'm really excited for, I don't know if you've seen the first season, Invincible. Yes. That season two is coming out this year. Fucking fire. Bro. Dude, Invincible was so fire, bro. They have been taking so fucking long yeah. for season two. It's got to be I, the gassiest so season two. I remember the first time I ever saw a clip of Invincible. I remember my brother was just like, he sent me a TikTok and it was just the scene of Omni-Man murdering everybody. Yes. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? Bro, my favorite scene is when Omni-Man went into the portal and destroyed that whole planet, bro. Yeah. With the speed of how he was flying. It created Facts. sonic booms and destroyed a city. Yeah. That was incredible. So the other thing that was so awesome about this series, each episode, hour long, fantastic. Every episode has an after credit scene. What? In fact. Never have I ever seen a series where every episode had an after credit scene. Yeah. Only like the last episode. Okay, cool. That's something normal. Every single episode had right. an after credit scene. It was just scene. cliffhangers to be like, here's more. Here's what you can expect. Right. Right. So it's not even like like here's the here's the preview no it's an after credit scene of that episode bro and that was like incredible like even if it's just dialogue bro yeah that was awesome and then like the fight scenes the, the details like bro they didn't they did not expect this series to blow up as much as it did bro it was so good the other leading show on amazon prime was the boys yeah. right and after invincible the boys came out with Diabolical. Yeah. And like, I haven't that watched was Diabolical yet. Um, so it's an anthology series, and each episode is made by a different animation company. One nice. of them is made by the animators for Rick and Morty. Nice. Yeah, and that was cool. But listen, so like they made Di Diabolical. Like season two Invincible is going to be fucking crazy. One show, 
not a lot of people know about and they canceled it like right after the first season because they didn't push it at all and it was so so good it has the same animation style as invincible with a little bit more detailing so the story plot wise is very similar to like the matrix but it's not like the machines are taking over or anything like that it's it's the problem with humans are uploading their intelligence to computers and it's becoming a risk to human safety to where like they they're getting access to like nuclear launch codes and things like that and the oh, other shit. the other problem at the same time when this plot is happening is that they're trying to figure out a solution to like the people that are actually good inside this the side the computers um, to figure out a solution to this problem of decaying. So even though they're uploading their intelligence to the computers, they still have the problem with mortality and they still like their code decays like as they're actually dying and as a oh, real person. Shit. Okay. The more energy they use to do something crazy with their being with their mind being in computers, the faster they decay. So so the series, bro, like this thing, this is the this is the part of the story that really fucking hooks me, bro. Like aside from that, and like the, it has animated fight scenes inside the computers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this story, so the person that came up with the technology um, of uploaded intelligence is like the the CEO of like this really big tech company. Eventually, he he comes up with the technology. The technology is there in the company. The, this is the only company that has it. No other company has it. He finds out the problem of this decaying thing. Before he can solve the solution, he finds out he's dying because he has cancer. So, to... Yo, what the fuck, So, man? listen, bro. Listen, bro. <laughs> this is where... This is where it gets crazy, right? So, he finds out he's dying from cancer. So, he has to figure out a way to have something to figure out this solution. Because if he don't, it's going to cause a lot of problems in the world. Right. He clones himself. Right? Test tube baby gives his DNA embryo egg and basically he he writes an entire script I'm, I'm talking like every detail from his waking up schedule eating schedule sleep schedule what his childhood life he writes an entire script and this company is like trillion like a trillion dollar company right what the fuck? Right, so he so this company hires actors as his parents the people he goes to school with his teachers and basically says i need my clone to be raised in the same exact way i was with modern day technology so he can solve the solution interesting and this kid's name is caspian okay and bro he is literally the coolest character in the series bro because like as he's finding out like his whole life is a lie bro th this company even hired this girl to be his girlfriend and her, and her and her reasoning to like even take the job is like my my grandma's dying from cancer and i need the money and they said they would pay me like fucking three hundred thousand dollars a year that i'm your girlfriend and like a million dollars every time i have sex with you what the fuck yeah I was like, what series was this called pantheon and the first listen like bro I've seen pantheon listen bro so listen the first episode is on YouTube for free. What? Unless, unless because of the canceled it, they took it off. Look up Pantheon season one, episode one. And it should be an hour long episode and it should be on YouTube for free. Yo. Is it there? Dude, apparently the whole season's here. Oh, uh, play it. I'm not playing that right now. Is it, well, is it, 
No, that's actually in small parts. So there's a, there's somewhere on here where the first episode, like the full length first episode, is on YouTube. It's like an hour long, but yeah, it's really good, bro. Check, you gotta watch it. Where was but it on? Like, where did it was it on AMC Plus, and so they were contracted to do two seasons, but they never promoted it, never put any ads behind it, and the few, including me, that found this series fell in love with it because it was so well written. I'm gonna have it was a so feedback. good, and then um, they canceled it. Like they left the season one ending on a cliffhanger. And they canceled it before they even can make season two. And they were contracted to make two seasons. And they canceled it. So I, I did a little bit of digging. They're still trying to make the second season, but under a different, like, streaming service. Okay. One thing I really hope they bring back, because James Gunn's um, the head of DC, he did say in a tweet that he was inspired to make some of his stories from like Young Justice and stuff. I really hope they can bring that series back. That's one of my favorite DC series. Young Justice was fire. Huh. I'm gonna have to peep this Pantheon, dude. This animation looks fire. I, I told you, it's the same animation style as Invincible. Is it rated R? Or was it like a PG thirteen? I like? think it's more PG thirteen. I don't remember if there was any like like guts and blood. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but the story was very, very good. Oh, dude, just from what you explained right now, like that sounds fucking incredible. The the music is also good. Yeah. Yes. I have to peep that later. Yes. So definitely. So. Yeah. Like. Marvel, I'm excited for what's coming. But again, I feel like they should take the idea of the multiverse from the Spider-Man movies and actually incorporate that into their movies because like dude the little bits in that entire Spider-Man movie like at the one point when when fucking uh, Miguel's chasing Miles and he's like catch Spider-Man and they all did the meme yes where they're all pointing at each other you you me I saw, I saw somebody do a meme on that meme and it was like no Miles Morales the black one <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's like the little moment of like the Spider-Man turning around and Miles is like stuck to his back, like, uh. <laughs> and then he, yeah, that was crazy. And then like they got the the cowboy Spider-Man. He's like, draw on three, one. He's like, <laughs> he's just, you didn't do it on three. Just gets him in the face real yeah. quick. But just like, like that whole movie, the like tonally, fucking, it just it felt like I was reading a Spider-Man comic in motion. Yes. Like all the little quips. All the little smart-ass comments. Even, like, Peter is a dad. Like, he still kept that about himself. Yeah. But now it's all dad jokes. And it's freaking hilarious. Like, like I love Peter, like, being that proud teacher. Mm. Like, when Miles jumps off of that, that whole train and then ends up into the fucking multiverse. And he's like, I taught him how to do that. Because from the first movie, Peter did that. Yep. Like, little shit like that. He's like, well, I had to be a good teacher. He got away from you, didn't he? Yeah. You know, like little shit like that. I just, I'm sitting here like, I was just, I had the biggest smile on my face through the whole movie just because I was like, this is so fucking great. Mm. I love fucking, I love just the story arc of like Miles trying to be accepted, gets into the Spider-Verse and he's like, I have a family now, like people that actually love and care about me. But then when he finds out, like even Peter knew and you could just see the disappointment in his face. But just that when he got to when he got to Universe Forty Two, 
And he finally has that heart to heart with his mom. And he pulls off his mask and he goes, I'm Spider-Man. And she just no-sells it. Yep. I remember sitting there going, what the fuck? But they kept concentrating on the number 42. And it didn't hit me until fucking when when uh, his uncle Aaron tied him up. Yep. And I was like, oh, snap. Yep. But then, like, you get the reveal of, of alternate universe Miles. But, like, the little the little quips. Oh, you changed your hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I just wanted to, you know, let my locks flow. And then when you see other Miles with the cornrows and mm-hmm. fucking just looking like he's got black Air Force energy. Yes. But just, like, seeing that and then knowing Spot is still out there. And now Spot is a god. And, like, he's a bigger problem. So my thing is, what if they made Spot an MCU villain? That, that would be crazy. That right? would be fire. So, hmm. But then, like, now you got two big bads walking around. You got Spot and the, and the Council of Kings. Mm. Until the Council of Kings starts beefing with Spot. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's constantly reaching into every multiverse and all that shit. I'm there's so much that, like that's unanswered right now and that's up in the air. We're really like, like we're in phase five. We're definitely like in the middle where stuff is like starting to get answered, but more questions are arising at the same time. Oh, most definitely. Um, so, uh, phase five ends with Thunderbolts, and Thunderbolts comes out next November. Okay. Okay. Deadpool three. Got pushed in May, right? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No. Deadpool 3 is the end of Phase 5. Sorry. Deadpool 3 is the end of Phase 5. Okay. Thunderbolts is the beginning of Phase 6. Thunderbolts is also, like, where it's going to introduce, like, the X-Men because, like, their whole plot is trying to get, um... You remember Eternals, right? Yeah. Where that dude was coming out of the ground. So his body has animantium. And they're trying to get that. Uh, they're also going to introduce uh, the Serpent Society, which is a, a villain team in the uh, Marvel Universe. Yeah. And that's going to be cool. Dude, like, um, so much shit going on. Like, the where the fuck the Eternals go? Bro, also, like, yeah. the, the fucking... Oh, Eternals is coming back after Kang. Yeah, that... Like, the fucking Titan coming out of the fucking ground of the yeah. Earth. Like, that should be all over the news. And, like, that's other Avengers should be aware of this. 100%. So they're going to bring that up as a topic in Captain America. And that's very soon. Um, I hope they bring it up in Secret Wars. No, that's going to be past past news. So the two the two movies that it's going to be a primary uh, subject is uh, Captain America and Thunderbolts. Okay. Uh, and also, they leaked an image on the set of Captain America, and Harrison Ford is there. So the rumor of him being the Red Hulk is legit. Fire. Yes. Fire. Super fire. Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, the Flash. Please, for the love of God and everything in me, go watch that movie. Yeah. Like everything in that movie, incredible. I I'm excited to watch it, but at the same time, like like I've been seeing so many mixed reviews on it. I'm not gonna lie. I saw I saw the full clip of the baby shower, and I was like, this looks terrible. But again, I just I remember what you said. You didn't have context. So I know. Bro, I know. I just got to get context. I, was I soul. was I right about Guardians? You were right about Guardians, and like I, that movie, like literally by the end of it, I was sitting there just like happy, yeah. but sad, but happy. Yeah. Listen, bro, The Flash. 
better than Guardians. Oof, that's a bold ass statement. Listen, bro, I was talking to my buddy. We seen all of these movies day one of release. From from the get go, right after right after Ant Man, he said, "Bro, I bet the Flash is gonna be the best movie this year." We saw Guardians. He we love Guardians, right? He's like, bro, like this movie was fucking amazing. I'm gonna have to watch but it. But I still feel like even with with listen, bro, they gotta think about this. With all the shit Ezra did, they canceled the Batgirl movie, but didn't cancel his movie for a reason. That movie, best movie this year. I'm gonna have to peep that. They had like everything that you would want from a Flash movie is in this movie. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Fucking rocket round me right now. Ask questions. I'll tell you, bro. I'll tell you, bro. Like it's in there. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to peep that. Like I'll watch it at some point within the next couple weeks. But like, dude, like I think the most random shit I've seen this week. I was just on my HBO app and I was just scrolling through shit and I saw Shazam two, and I was like mid. Well, I was like, I'm going to watch it just because I saw the first one, and I really liked the first one. Yeah. There were a lot of holes in it that I'm like... Yes, ah, the first one was great. The first one was great. Second one, I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed it. Really? I really enjoyed it. Like, I loved the goofiness of it. Like, because it, to me, like, that character is goofy. Mm-hmm. But, like, I love the whole storytelling of, like, him having a crush on Diana, then finally meeting her at the end, but then trying to flirt with Wonder Woman. And I'm like, dude, that's a god that could punch you in the throat. <laughs> just like like I, I loved the whole build of like all of us or none of us and then it pays off in the end with Billy having to do this on his own you know little, little shit like that like I loved just the actual storytelling of it minus I think there could have been less it could have been less jokey at points but it kind of fit that character how they established him mm-hmm. you know what I mean but I think they could have went less, like, immature fucking kid. Because, like, Billy, through the first one, had been through a lot. Yeah. So it's like you would think he would actually have grown from that. Yeah. And, like, learned from it. I, you know you know what else is crazy? So that movie wasn't doing very well. So the guy who plays the Shazam, like, the superhero mode of him, uh, went on Instagram Live and was talking about the movie and why, like, you know, people should go see it. And he was also answering some questions. So from the first movie... They wanted to have, um, God, what, I, I'm having a brain fart. Who plays Who plays Superman from the Justice League movie? Uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah. So they wanted, and they asked, and Henry Cavill was like, "Yeah, I'm all for it." They wanted to have Henry Cavill show up in the Shazam movie. The executives told him no. It wasn't like they they didn't want him to and have it as a headless cameo. No, they wanted him there, but they told him no. So. Because they don't want to push Sam as part of the DCU. Yes. Because, yes. dude, like, well, I, mean, I they, just they can't. They had Diana there, though. Listen, I know, bro. Listen, bro. I just can't wait until James Gunn takes over. Because, like, I'm so sick of, like, the, the con- convolutedness of everything DC, bro. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. Nothing is connected. Everything is its own movie. Same with the Transformers movies, bro. I really hope moving forward, everything connects and everything stays the same. And movies, like, anything superhero. Like it shows with Marvel. It shows with Marvel, bro. Continuity continuity means money. Oh, one hundred. They need to have continuity. They need to have everything connect, and they need to keep it that way, bro. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so I'm hoping with 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 now with James Gunn, bro. I'm I just, just hope like, it needs James, continuity. I hope James Gunn gives us a fire Superman movie, bro. I you can't. don't need Zod. No, like, dude, imagine a fucking random Superman movie where the trickster shows up and he's a problem in Metropolis. That would be what if? <laughs> listen, bro. Listen, listen. What if like they do the thing that never happened? They have Superman fight a giant spider. That would be fucking hilarious. That would be a commentary, bro. <laughs> like, uh, that's a that's a slight yeah foreshadow to Flash. Yeah, Superman fighting a giant spider. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you, because you're gonna have to watch it and you're gonna be like, what? No way. He told me, and then it's that guy. <laughs> you're gonna be mind blown, bro. Yeah. So so listen, bro. So the other thing I'm excited for were James Gunn things is the 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 space cop show with the Green Lantern series that he's making. Oh dude. I cannot wait for that. Oh dude. Like I would love like if you actually delved into the Green Lanterns. I love the Green Lanterns. They are the space police. I love the Green Lanterns, bro. Yeah. So I watched the Green Lantern animated series and I loved in like the last season of Young Justice where they had the callback and they had Razor show up. Yeah. And bro, like this dude, he had the blue lantern ring. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have any more hope. The, th- the ring's useless to me. I need my red one back. And they try I'm like, no, Razor, like you went through that whole arc getting rid of that shit in the series like don't do it and he got it back and he's like wait a minute i want the other one back now i'm feeling some type of way and they had like a whole fight and then like at the end of it he 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 it put both rings on at the same time and he's like the swirl of like red and blue suit and everything and then he like uses the red and ring at the red and blue at the same time to repair all the damages around him and like is using like lava and also ice to like cool it down and shit and i'm like bro this is fucking cool and then mmm they were supposed to have it to where they showed the one dude who had all fucking eight rings. Oh, my goodness. In this show. And I'm like, bro, they need to come out with this next season, bro. But there's so much I'm excited for. And I'm also excited that we're going to come back every week to talk about nerd nerd shit after each episode of all the shit that's coming out. And then, like, as you're watching the movies, we're doing that, too. Fucking facts. We're getting all the nerdy shit. We're doing all the nerdy shit. It's going to be a bunch of nerdy shit. People are going to love the nerdy shit because like the last time we did an episode and like we got into our nerd stuff and then I did the episode with Aiden Cray and like that got nerdy. People are kind of fucking with the nerd stuff. So like, hell yeah, we're doing this as a side bit. We're still going to have regular cigars and bars for all 13 of our listeners that are freaking out right now. You fucking mark! I still love you. And we're, we're you're going to enjoy this shit. So go watch the shit with us. Enjoy the shit with us. Sonic, where the fucking people follow you, my guy? They can follow me everywhere at SonicJ4. That's Instagram, Twitter, my website, SonicJ4.com, where you can buy some merch. I'm releasing a new track soon called Training Arc. And I just heard that before we started recording, and it's fucking fire. Super anime, awesome song. I had so much fun making it. It's featuring Sage, and he went Sage mode on the track it was so awesome so when that drops check it out you'll love it too if you love anime when is it dropping so i don't have a release date yet because i just got the final mix today ah, i gotta get the cover art and then i gotta submit it so i don't have right, an exact right. release date but it's very very soon because those things take like very little time so probably like within the next two weeks for sure fire and you guys already know what this is. It's Cigars and Bars. If you want to follow the other boys on the podcast, Kyle's at grinding underscore on underscore a underscore budget. Too many fucking underscores with my guys. 
like Manny's at guy underscore in underscore glasses. He's back to being Daddy Manny, and I think the world should be afraid. (laughs) And if you want to follow me, if you need these jokes, you chuckle fucks. I'm at Babyface Stew on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok if you need the jokes. If you have questions for the show, questions for me and Sonic, if you have questions in fucking general, follow us at CBWMNS on Instagram. Those DMs are open. Send us questions. Uh, We usually just get like... uh, Here's a scam. Here, buy this jewelry. Fucking. Do you want to buy my nudes? Oh my god! Click this link. I'm so wet right now. <laughs> also, I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at mcstiza26 on Snapchat. You can send this shit to Zeus, and he might read it. Maybe. If he does, he usually screenshots it because he needs receipts. But. Hey. He may or may not read it because, yeah, you know. But uh, this has been Cigars and Bars. Uh, uh, Sonic and Stew's Nerd Corner. Sonic and Stew Nerd Corner episode one. Episode one. Yeah. Point three. <laughs> five, nine, seven. We love you guys.